0: Oh, I see that lantern trembling
1: watching dead the officially unofficial podcast for amc's the walking dead i'm jim and i'm aaron and this week we're covering season two episode eight titled nebraska uh really really good episode right uh yeah coming back from what was a fantastic episode at the end of the half season
0: yeah Uh, um over if you want my overall impression uh great intro mm -hmm. so so middle fantastic end all right
1: i'll save my intro until we do some news how about that or 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 my uh (laughs) My thoughts on until we do some news, yeah.
0: All right, um, I'm gonna try to get back uh, pass, uh, buy this as fast as I can. I've got like a double ear infection and sinus mm. infection, ass infection. Ass, I've got herbal tea and honey and enema. I want to be making heavy use of the <laughs> <laughs> herbal enema. Yeah, with, herbal tea enema with honey and lemon. Mm. Um, it's important to be smooth.
1: Oh, it's dual purpose. You yeah. Squirt it in, then you drink it when you're done. <laughs>
0: Jeez, uh, low blow, okay. a uh, good thing is this is a zombie show, and there's yep. arms falling off and shit. But, um, yeah, I hope my voice doesn't give out in the middle. But, um, boop, 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 breaking news from Mike S., he actually sent us in just minutes before we started casting. News about how well The Walking Dead did. It, uh, uh, headline was, uh, Walking Dead breaks more basic cable ratings records in wow. mid-season premiere. And uh, the article he linked to us... Um, even on the night featuring the Grammys that The Walking Dead held its own, it got 8.1 million total views. Not bad. Is and that include the Encore? No. If you include the Encore, it had a total of 10.1 million. Nice. So, and even... Um, what record did that break? It, it mentioned... Well, it's like there's only four... There's only five episodes that have ever gotten higher. One was... The series finale of uh, Monk, which is on USA. <laughs>
1: really? And okay. it's carried
0: probably by, I imagine it's carried by a lot more uh, places than AMC. Sure. Uh, and then I guess there's been four episodes of um, TNT's The Closer. Hmm, never seen it. Me either. So it's described as a juggernaut. So, oh, bitch. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but anyway, uh, the other thing that was exciting for AMC anyway is that that Kevin Smith comic book men.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, it held on to two million total viewers in between. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, Kevin I mean, Smith's a pretty big name, so I guess they were pleased with that. What do you think about that show? I uh, liked it.
1: I, I have a, a little bit of a problem with i kind of think those guys are massive douches to the asian dude on that show like i felt bad for this guy watching the show because he's obviously getting shit on left and right everybody's making fun of him and just like breaking his stuff and that's the problem he takes it and i i feel like we were talking about this earlier and you said he needs to grow a pair and just like either quit or stand up to him and i'm Mm -hmm. with you there but i feel like he can't do that there's something about his personality that won't let him do that so I feel bad for him while I'm watching the show,
0: which makes it hard to like the show. Well, there's only two ways this is going to end. Uh, gradually, his soul will die, and it'll become a shell of a man, mm-hmm. or he'll walk in with a pistol. <laughs> <Either> <laughs> which will way, make an awesome episode. Either way, fantastic television, you've got to admit. <laughs>
1: uh, so this is kind of an interesting <laughs> show, right? Because um, it kind of takes the like American pickers... Uh, yeah it takes that format because they're basically having people come in like the hardcore pawn stuff where people come in and they try and sell stuff and there's negotiation antiques
0: rojo meets no
1: hardcore pawn
0: um yeah all those pawn shows which that type of stuff i gotta go on record is i eat that stuff up like i do too remember when i the the episode of justified where the villain of the week was a pawn shop and i'm like god i i want a pawn shop just so i can tell people their shit is worthless (laughs) plus the villain of the week was a badass
1: but uh (laughs) anyway it also mashes up kind of kevin smith's podcast with it like did you know that they're actually recording a video podcast there
0: no i figured that with all the podcast equipment they had yeah they've got mics around and everything it looked looked like a very high rent uh, sure a rich man's version of the bald move headquarters (laughs) (laughs) oh a very
1: rich man's version we don't have anything like that uh but yeah i think that's pretty cool so it's kind of like bringing the podcast more into the spotlight there too so that Mm -hmm. helps us as well i like that Mm
0: -hmm. uh overall it's an interesting
1: show but I kind of feel bad for that dude.
0: Man, made people nerd rage because did, did it? you know that? Um, first of all, I'm not a big fan of the 9 p.m. start for Walking Dead because I, I don't have enough time to get my boy in bed mm. and yeah. make it down and watch it. And so I, yeah, I actually yeah. didn't even know. I thought it was going to be 10 p.m. I set the DVR. Thankfully, I got down there and recorded it 11 p.m. But mm. I hear that it's 9 p.m. They said, "Stay tuned for scenes for next week's." During the f- their first commercial break for comic book men. oh, okay. and then like the first commercial break is like fifteen minutes in, and then they kept hmm. on saying it's coming up soon, it's coming up soon. <laughs> did they ever play it? I don't know. I I, I thought that they um, that they did during the uh, like, but but they they made it wait a couple more commercial breaks. But that's kind of <laughs> nice. dirty pool. Maybe that's why they got the two million a little people. Bit.
1: Man, I. One point nine million kind of stuff. Don't one
0: point nine million of those are just wanting to see the goddamn preview for next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh and yeah. The, and the other the other million are uh, Kevin Smith's friends. Well, the season two point five is all an example of that. I mean, this is just a manipulation of the, sure. the format mm-hmm. to make their numbers look better. And so we've waited two months to get this material.
1: Yeah, I don't know how much I mind that, honestly.
0: I don't care, honestly. It doesn't bug me too much. No, I I mean, it's just a different way to do it. Instead of waiting a yeah. year, you know, you get half your show, and then a couple of months later, you get another half.
1: And whatever keeps it on the air with a decent budget is uh-huh. fine by me, you right,
0: know? right. So... All right. Is that all the news we have? Uh, that's more than I think we'd invented some news there. So Great. let's get to the recap.
1: All right. Let's do it. Uh-huh. So the episode opens uh, immediately after they've killed Sophia. Im- I mean, immediately. Immediately. It's, I think it's the same shot. They probably shot it there on the day, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's basically them dealing with the dead and uh, the mother comes
0: alive again and tries to eat the daughter. Which, my God, people. Jesus. Would you make sure these fuckers are dead yeah. before you go and start cuddling with them? hmm I mean. Good idea they're already returned from the dead once <laughs> yeah <laughs> just double tap through the heads all i'm saying and even then i'd be a little cautious you yeah, know I thought, nobody knows the science behind yeah, this Yeah, like when like andrew just piled in that bottom the the, 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 the back truck? of that truck it's like yeah. that seems entirely too cavalier to you know like what if um she hits a bump and one of their jaws flop open and <laughs> clamp down on one of them elbows on. you know sure <laughs> i was like do you want to take that chance no, no, I would be riding in the cab. I don't know why she wasn't up there. Honestly, you know, I've been in the situation because I spent a couple years of my life down in Texas on this big freaking ranch that my parents got. Mm, with zombies all around, zombies all around, and um, my brother and dumbass brother and sister liked to ride in the back of the truck. But that's where you hit bumps and fall out. Oh yeah, and yeah. like hit bugs and all kinds. It's like I just, I, I want to stay where the passenger restraints are. Sure, sure. <laughs> where Can't... the engineers have actually designed uh the you know the, the viability of human life surviving in the case yeah in, in the event this shit goes wrong.
1: Yeah there was actually uh the Apollo missions always had a guy riding in the back. He never survived. <laughs> yeah bad news. Bad news. <laughs> so moving on. Um so basically Herschel demands that they leave uh and Shane and Rick kind of face off there on the porch. Uh I really like this scene a lot. I think everybody is kind of everybody is dealing with what just happened and we we see a lot of differences in opinion here
0: right because there's a lot of this that went on when we were talking about the, the cast when we casted about the um you know pretty much dead already mm-hmm. um we were kind of thinking gee did herschel know about all this mm-hmm. is he innocent did otis it seems like the canon like the the version from god is that otis did put uh sophia in the barn but, yeah, but Shane's calling the question know. and Herschel's like, I don't give a damn what you believe. Mm-hmm. I want you off my farm. And, you know, that raises a point of like how is he actually going to do that?
1: Sure, sure. They have all the guns
0: now. He is one old man and a teenage boy and uh Maggie and a bunch of women who are having various amounts of nervous breakdowns and mm-hmm. and flu like symptoms this episode versus a bunch of dudes with guns. Yeah. And, you know, one girl, one female is getting pretty decent with guns and, mm-hmm. you know, Daryl who could kill them all with one crossbow bolt. So yeah. it's like, I'd yeah. like to see him try to get them off his land. Yeah, definitely. What do um, you think about the uh, slap Herd around the world? <laughs> uh, I, I thought it was a good move because otherwise it looked like Herschel was about to get his ass kicked. Yeah. Uh, so good on Maggie for preventing that. I, w- I want to see that in slow motion because I think, uh, what's his name? Ra- uh, Barenthal? Mm-hmm. I'd like to see like that, you know, frame by frame, the face, you know, smacking to the side and the earlobes wobbling. You know, this <laughs> yeah. just, just structural response sure. of that face getting slapped.
1: Yeah, about 400 <laughs> frames a second. Yeah. That'd
0: be good. Like Mythbusters, like high-speed sure. camera. Yeah.
1: Uh, and I have to correct you, otherwise the audience will. It's Bernthal. Bernthal? John Bernthal, yeah. Thank
0: you. Thank you.
1: Um, So, so there's a, a minor showdown there between Rick and Shane, and it felt to me like... The stuff Shane said really got into Rick's head. Um, Mm. He basically calls him out about his leadership right there. Oh, yeah. Um, And I can't remember if this is where he says basically that he's been uh, doing everything that needed to be done for the group. And Rick has just been
0: off looking for some girl. Who's been in the barn the whole time. Yeah. That is out there in that woods when she's been in that barn all the time. That's what you did. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty powerful and hard to – and then, you know, at the end, he when he stormed away, he's like, Rick, you just as delusional as that guy. Yeah. I think yeah. that
1: scored a direct hit with Rick. Spot on. And Rick knew it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then there are a couple little short scenes here where Andrea covers Sophia's body. Um, Daryl goes to sit with Carol in the RV. I didn't have much to say about this other than I guess Carol looks really messed up by this. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. That's as she up. should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is horrible. <laughs> um, so then Glenn asks Maggie if she knew Sophia was in the barn. The the levels of insensitivity shown by Glenn in this scene are unbelievable. He is such a socially Un-
0: awkward penguin, man.
1: He's so inconsiderate in this thing. Because, okay, he at first asks her uh, if she knew Sophia was in the barn. He doesn't trust her on that. Uh, second of all, he tells her that they can move on now. So, there's that. Uh, then he makes a big deal about it being Sophia who was killed... And doesn't really make a big deal about it being her family who was killed until, like, a minute later. And this right. is coming right off of the episode where he didn't even say I love you back right. to this girl. So it, it, it
0: blows my mind how insensitive this guy is to her feelings at this point. Uh-huh. Crazy. I, especially, like, the whole, like, well, I guess we can move move on now. Like, yeah. 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 Is, you know, I don't know what you call—it's not a one-night stand, but— you know, two condom stand maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, did did they even have sex another time other than the one because they were uh, going to up in the loft. Yeah, but then that well, we got know that 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 went that broke bad. I don't think they have. I think so he still once. got the eleven condoms. Sure. So he sure. did. Is so is he had the one condom
1: stand. Is this going to be like our Breaking Bad cast with the coffee where the condoms are a countdown <laughs> to something? As <laughs> soon as those condoms are gone, Glenn is dead. Yeah. <laughs> he's 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 gone. <laughs> All right. So in the next scene, um. Carl basically says that they did the right thing, uh, and the group discusses what to do with those bodies that are laying around. Uh, Andrea comes up with a solution. She says that we bury the ones we love and we burn the rest. And apparently
0: they love three people out of that group. Well, I mean, it's it's Herschel's son, Mm -hmm. Herschel's wife, and Sophia, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. And again, I don't understand the whole burn. Like I I want my loved ones to burn me. I've got it in my will. <laughs> sure, sure. But at least so. Andrea here is saying we'll burn the rest. Like
1: she she seems to be a what? badass with like some understanding of what these other people are feeling. Huh. And I don't know if that's because of what she went through with uh Amy, but but she's like, "Okay, I understand there's a need for you people to burn the or to bury some of these." But uh-huh. we need to just get rid of the rest.
0: Yeah, I'm. I mean, what's what's wrong with a good old fashioned mass grave? I don't know. I think it would. I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's too much digging. I, they were making a big deal about how much digging it was. It's pretty hard. You'd need a lot of fuel to burn one human body. I think they've got it. <sighs> I don't. know. They've got the
1: fuel. we. I got an email from a listener, uh, Karen. I think her name is, who was telling me. Uh, basically giving me an education on the the fuel tanks on farms, like five thousand oh, yeah, yeah, gallon yeah. fuel tanks, huge massive yeah, I fuel got tanks. That too, but yeah. I don't
0: think they're going to be using their fuel to burn bodies. It looked like they're just stacking them on top of a couple logs. That's not going to burn. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, imagine how long you'd have to hold a
1: match to that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Although I think that um, like once the human body gets going, you know, the, yeah. the, the fat it's just pretty much goes like a candle
1: yeah it'll keep burning spontaneous human but combustion. maybe the uh decomposition gas what they're, gas co- they're counting on
0: spontaneous human combustion here. I, they are they're just they didn't light it on fire they just <laughs> went on fire great magnifying glass in the sun
1: awesome so what do you think about carl there um his his tone that he took his outlook on the situation uh i like it you do yeah. carl's becoming uh, a I little mean, more jaded
0: than a 12 year old should be I, I, lo- I like jaded carl butter and creepy carl um, uh, yeah. And I think that the, the you know he's got a, he's got this ability to give this kind of haunted you know flat effect mm-hmm. you know uh, proto serial killer vibe and <laughs> and it's
1: and that's weird to see in a kid too yeah yeah, yeah.
0: yeah it's like he's his eyes are very old I think hmm. and I want to talk about I maybe talk he took about Dale's this. eyes because
1: he just certainly <laughs> doesn't have any
0: <laughs> I want to talk about this more in the spoiler section so okay. I'm to highlight that
1: all right let's move on then. Uh, next scene is Rick and Lori discussing uh, his leadership skills basically.
0: Right. Uh, yeah, I'm chasing ghosts.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. He's Did you hear and that? and he seems to be the one here who is questioning his own leadership abilities. I mean Lori's kind of on his side here. She she thinks that he's doing the right thing and everything, but Rick doesn't now. Uh huh. Rick's turned against himself.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know. I can't keep track of all the flip-flops that lori has gone through at this point. Sure, sure. So it's like, you know, she's got to stand by her man, then no, and then so whatever.
1: Yeah. There is something that she says that's interesting, though, uh, and could come back in later episodes. She points out that all the gunfire might have drawn more walkers. Sure. Do you think that's going to be an issue for the people on the farm coming up in these next couple episodes?
0: Uh well that and the giant signal fire that they lit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At uh, least they did that during the day, you know. You can see you can see fucking smoke a lot further yeah. during the day. Yeah, definitely. I mean that's you can see that for miles. Mm-hmm. But so. you can't see the
1: flames. It's not like a giant
0: candle yeah, I'm just saying that if you've got like a bunch of bad guys out there looking for your farm, maybe not light the fucking fire. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, and have all the gunshots popping off. Don't announce your presence like that. So yeah, yeah, I I like the fact that, and you know, a lot of people uh, in criticizing Shane's approach uh, said just that it's like, look, you uh, did this in such a way that you had all these guns going off. I wonder if you Mm -hmm. could have done a more controlled zombie demolition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, let the door creak open a little bit so one at a time can go through and you pull ax them or pick ax them. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's so for my survival review.
1: Definitely. Uh, so, then Rick comments about the ghost in the forest. Uh, and I, I called this, man. I thought she was dead. Like, a long time ago, I said, after the first day, you stop looking. Yeah. Like, just go. Just move on because right. she's no longer alive. Uh, and Rick realizes that. that now. So then uh, Shane tries to justify his actions to Dale, who's giving him really? the, the
0: stink eye. I don't think he tried to justify shit. I think it was a challenge. Like, what are you going to say about this old man?
1: I don't know, because there's definitely a theme here of Shane kind of falling apart, like coming apart at the seams a little bit. He's He's trying to keep up this tough exterior of I did the right thing, but he's also questioning it, too. And so I feel like this confrontation was kind of it was a challenge but it was also a little bit him trying to justify himself like saying
0: i did what needed to be done for the group well and that's a good point i mean nobody thinks that they're evil sure yeah. so it is nice to see him trying to you know justify himself and especially in this scene we're going to talk about uh, with carol yeah. But you really <laughs> see, it's like, he's almost desperate for someone to, like, believe me. You know, I didn't want this to happen. You know, I yeah. might be a fucking scumbag, but I didn't want all this to happen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh. Uh, so then we get a scene of them digging graves, and they finish the graves, and Shane walks off, um, and then Laurie goes to visit Carl, or I'm sorry, Carol, uh, who, who's looking uh, like she's not in great shape here. She's, well,
0: they want her to come out for this funeral service, mm-hmm. and... You know, I thought this is an interesting contrast because they bookended this scene with Sophie, with her basically saying that's not Sophia. Yeah, that's one of those things. Sophia died a long time ago, and mm-hmm. she actually said a lot of things that kind of um, pulled at my heartstrings as a parent. You know, um, uh, I, I've, uh, I, I, you're know, talking <laughs> about children suffering and being alone and being afraid is is something that turns me into a puddle. So that was kind of hard to watch. But mm-hmm. contrast that to. You know, how matter of fact she was with it versus Herschel, how long it took him to let go and how much he clung on to it. And mm-hmm. and uh, but they both kind of had the exact same reaction, which is kind of acting fucking weird and self-destructive.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, at this point, Herschel has that reaction. I'm, I'm trying to compare like Herschel's reaction to finding out that his family is a zombie versus Carol's. Uh, Carol immediately accepted that that's not my kid. Um, Sophia died a long time ago. Herschel didn't do that. Herschel was trying everything, keeping him in the barn, trying to save his family
0: Uh until now, you know, I still think that he wasn't truly ready to let go Mm -hmm. until he got to the bar and got a little philosophical because, you know, what he said to Shane and like going through his wife's possessions and hitting the bottle at the farmhouse. I mean, those were the actions of a man who's still not come to grips with what yeah. happened i think kind of when he did come to grips with what
1: happened is when he slams down that glass after he's had the drink and he turns to go out the door with rick um of course they're interrupted by dave and tony but but that's kind of to me where he goes okay this has happened now i need to deal with it
0: hmm. why do you think Car uh carol See, i don't know if carol's actually dealing with this i think yeah i don't think so either. this is um a delaying of the grief cycle this is denial mm-hmm. you know she doesn't even want to go out there and, and face the funeral mm. and say any words over her daughter and hear all that because she says she's accepting and that's not her daughter. But she just hasn't come to grips with this.
1: Yeah, you're right about that. She's on the surface trying to say, I have, I, I understand what's happening here, but right. she's not got her head around it yet.
0: Right. And I don't mind because she's not even the most annoying female in the cast at this point. <laughs> oh, so. and we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh,
1: the The other thing, let's talk about hope in this show. Because right. a lot of this episode centers on hope and, and the loss of hope. And to me, Sophia kind of represented that hope for a lot of characters. Um, and with her death, that hope dies with it.
0: Well, and they, I thought it was kind of maybe a little heavy handed, the symbolism with the Cherokee Rose, mm-hmm. that that was yep. Carol's personal hope totem. Exactly. And she sees those patches growing out, kind of like mocking her. Mm-hmm. And she just instantly sets to ripping them all out.
1: Yeah, and the Barn Walkers were Herschel's hope totem. Yep. Um and also like Rick and his his kid, you know. He he explains how that happened. Um but this is kind of the second wave of this hope crushing that we've had. Jenner did it back at the end of season one. Um didn't do a good enough job, apparently. Didn't do a good enough job. Some of the characters didn't stay and die with him. <laughs> yeah. Uh so so this is round two. And I feel like this packed a harder punch than a scientist just saying hope is lost.
0: Do you think there's going to be people that die every single time one of these hope-crushing rounds comes around? I hope so. (laughs) Yeah? I know what you mean. I mean, you sound like an asshole, but I know exactly what you mean. Well, it was also a pun, but never mind.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. oh, 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 God, I'm
0: running slow tonight. Yep. Ass infection. Uh
1: (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I thought that was really cool. We'll talk a little bit more about that, too.
0: I got a bone to pick on the next scene where Dale starts talking about, hey, let's talk about what just happened and what it means for us as a group and what position. And Lori just shuts him down and says, there's no point in arguing about it. Mm-hmm. What kind of horseshit is this? Like, you can't. I mean, Shane's not here. Rick's not here. The group can't have a sober analysis of like, so where are we? With the whole disrespecting our host's wishes and killing all the family, and there were alternate ways to resolve this, and we just decided to jump right to Mr. Unilateral making the decision for all of us. And Lori's Mm -hmm. like, nah, mm, er, no discussion. I thought that was horseshit. uh, Yeah, I still feel like...
1: Lori doesn't know what's going on, and she's still partially loyal to Shane and partially yeah. loyal to Rick. And it's this triangle that's just pulling her in both directions.
0: Seems like much more so than in the comic book she ever was, that she's mm, yeah. torn between the two men. But, yeah, I mean, I, I just think that uh, in the show it's much more ambiguous about how she really feels. Because she's yeah. kind of alternately played it like, maybe I'd rather be with you, but, you know, because of Carl because of the group and all this other stuff, I can't. Sure sure you know, this is the new reality and
1: we get a we get a serious dose of that in um I don't remember what episode it was but the flashback where she's talking with her friend about uh-huh. their their rough marriage yep um, and how she's just not feeling uh, happy with Rick um, so yeah there's something pulling her towards Shane and mm-hmm. it's and it's in my opinion the exact things that Shane's doing here um, Shane's stepping up and you know doing right. things that need to be done so she's kind of attracted to that. So then Herschel goes to clean out his wife's things, and he finds the flask. The flask, which that, apparently... That demon water. Yeah, and it drives him uh, out somewhere where we find out he goes to the bar later. Uh, then there's a shot of the... A short shot of the covered graves. Um, there, there are a few good, like, wide shots in this episode. Um, the one where he's talking with Lori early on, Rick is, mm-hmm. um, and he kind of walks away after saying the thing about the ghost... Uh, there was a cool shot there where they pull way out. There was another one here where they shoot overhead. Uh, I like the cinematography in this episode a lot.
0: I wonder who directed it. I don't know. You can I'll, find out. I will look that up while you uh, continue to blab. Do it. Uh, so this is where Carol kills the Cherokee Roses. Um,
1: and again, this is this is representing Hope uh, to Carol and Hope is dead. Uh, so then they discuss uh, whether what Shane did was right um, as they load the bodies into the truck, and I, T Dog's on Shane's side here. T Dog is agreeing with Shane. Um, Dale obviously is not. Uh, I think that this this event with Sophia is really going to create a rift within this group, and I'm I'm eager to see how that plays out. Okay. Uh,
0: do you have the director yet? No. I do. It's Clark Johnson, and I can't really tell what he's uh you know what what he's done a, uh, a lot of all right well good um, job so. clark johnson <laughs> <laughs> like the cinematography
1: yeah um and he wasn't even the cinematographer i'm sure no <laughs> just the director uh so then i i mean what do you think about what's going on here um the group kind of being divided uh between shane and rick
0: i think it's completely natural i would mm-hmm. be surprised if uh you I'd be surprised if they didn't yeah because there's you know you got Dale's kind of like statesman approach and want to talk about things and have consensus and you got Shane's like fuck consensus I'm quote-unquote benevolent dictator and I'm going to make the decisions and I'm going to protect a group and I'm going to protect blah 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 Mm -hmm. and then you got Rick who's kind (laughs) of torn in the middle so um and he's supposedly the group leader So, I mean, I would have been surprised. I thought it was natural that they kind of did that.
1: Yeah, that's a a big thing that I liked about this episode, actually, is how natural it felt coming off of that that Sophia killing. You know, it it felt to me like they were doing everything that people would do in this situation. Um, It didn't feel forced. It didn't feel like anyone was being stupid. Uh, It just felt like everyone was having different reactions and were talking about it. And this kind of showed to me like what a good episode on the farm would be like
0: right you know where people are communicating and they're they're dealing with these issues yeah i'm gonna say that that three episodes stretch between episode one of season two and like episode five yeah other than the daryl hallucinations completely wasted
1: yeah nothing happened
0: yeah and And nobody talked and nobody Right. They it's didn't like, figure anything out. That's what makes me so mad when I see that the, the Glenn uh who the executive producer of the show now that took over after uh, uh, Darabont. Yeah, I think his name's Mazera. Yeah. Yeah. Um seeing him defend this on The Talking Dead where he's basically like, Whoa, you know, we want to slow things down and and mm-hmm. and uh focus on the characters and the relationships and it's like <laughs> that'd been great if do you that. did that. Yeah. You just yeah. fucked around and you know, made your characters look stupid. And so I'm with you. It it almost sounded like it's one of those things where I keep on going back to like George Lucas and the Phantom Menace where they had those behind the scenes footage where it's like, they start Uh, editing all together and like, this is a goddamn mess it doesn't make sense the tone's all over the place we're fucked and george's like well you know you can't go back and reshoot it i almost wonder yeah you know with all the creative struggles and everything that happened if like they got all this edit it's like ooh, yeah this is kind of rough but it how is are we what gonna fix is. this because you can't always fix everything in post no 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 so and especially if you don't have the money yeah, I, I found yeah. out on Clark, uh, he's actually uh directed several episodes of The Wire, oh, cool. The Shield, um and most recently he did uh, one episode of Homeland last the 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 hit on Showtime. Hmm. nice. So, yeah, he's got quite a quite a few chops there.
1: Great. Okay, so the next scene is Maggie confronting Glenn about uh his moving on comment from earlier and uh the daughter passing out. I think if I were Glenn there, I'd probably say when when she says, are you going to stay here? I'd probably say, oh, I assumed you were coming with us.
0: Uh-huh. I mean, that's kind of an out, right? Sure. Uh, so the, the part where you're talking about the group is having this debate, uh, that's the part where Andrew jumps in the back of the car, back of the truck with the truck full of zombies. I, I'm i not really clear on when that happens because it's just such a short throwaway scene. But they, they So they spend 30 seconds, the arm falls off, she goes back and retrieves it, mm-hmm. the camera stays on her whole time. The internet's lost its damn mind because I, I saw on several message boards, including Seppenwalls and on Reddit, where people were questioning what that meant. You know what? What does what does the fact that the arm fell off and her she went back to get it? I didn't think it meant anything. I thought it was just a throwaway visual gag about how mm-hmm. nonchalant these people are about these dead bodies and mm-hmm. you know the kind of the horror. But some people are saying that that's a sly hint to the governor. Or, um, uh. or rather Merle coming back to, <laughs> gotcha. to to the farm. Yeah, the whole arm falls off and he's uh-huh. got no hand. Now, if it was a maybe. hand, I could maybe see that. But mm-hmm. the whole arm, I think the internet's reading a little bit too much into... Well, I took this... There wasn't a whole lot of humor in this episode. Sure. I took that as an attempt at, you know, almost slapstick style humor.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could buy that.
0: Especially uh, the with the Andrea, alternative almost is almost lounging on the the, the zombie bodies. <laughs> it's <a little> weird, <laughs> yeah, yeah. man.
1: Just throw her in the pile. Uh, it, so I'm, I'm wondering if it's not just people who desperately want some sort of meaning to every scene. You know, right? Not every scene has to have meaning.
0: Well, I mean, like you know, we we do this with Breaking Bad because mm-hmm. yeah. those bastards actually do put a lot of crazy shit that is important later. Mm-hmm. I don't know that this show's earned that. In fact, if anything, they've earned the opposite. They have people whispering <laughs> people's stuff in the ear, which I don't think there's any credible thing that would actually make sense at this point. No, it's too late now. Yeah, there's like, the, they throw extraneous details that doesn't actually mean anything. So, yeah. not a knock on the show. Like I just the think zombie it's, in the well? Yeah, I mean, that doesn't that doesn't mean anything.
1: No, it's just a fun scene to see. Right. Yeah. And I thought this was kind of fun to watch the arm fall off the truck and her be like, eh, throw it yeah, back right, in. Yeah, right, right. Uh, So then moving on, The Flask uh, basically tips Rick off as to where Herschel might be um, after discussing it with Maggie. Uh, She basically unleashes that Herschel was an alcoholic at one point. Uh Uh-huh. And my question for you would probably be, now that Herschel has kind of lost all hope, as we see later, do you think that he's going to struggle with his alcoholism again?
0: I kind of hope not, because that's so cliche at this point mm-hmm. you know struggle with drugs and alcohol uh, i mean jesus they did it on lost for god's sake. but sakes.
1: i mean what if what if herschel goes back to the bottle and he's unable to help his family when the zombies attack or there's there's some i could see them pulling it off gracefully enough for me to buy it yeah and to feel like it works
0: i guess i just think that herschel looked off clear of eye and firm and purpose at the end of this yeah. episode and
1: he says i just quit uh, a bit ago. So yeah.
0: I think he has quit again. Yeah, I, so. I do too. All
1: right. Um, so let's move on then. Uh, after uh, he's tipped off, Rick turns around to go after Herschel, and Lori stops him and tries to keep him around. Um, <laughs> this scene Shane really struck me in this scene because
0: Shane is full <laughs> on in the face with he's his vi-
1: He's visibly enjoying Rick's failures of leadership. Now, uh-huh. He is. In his face, and and he's standing between Rick and Lori, pointing out the failures of Rick. Right. Uh, for Lori to see right there. It, it is so blatantly obvious what he is trying to do with Lori's mind here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I really like it, actually. I think Shane is that kind of guy. He's going to jump in there and tell you when you're wrong. And he's going to do it in front of your family, who's he's trying to steal from you. you know? Yeah, and
0: it also sets up the craziness of Lori later on. How so? Um, you know, the kind of her mixed emotions about him going out here and then mm-hmm. her thinking it's that's irresponsible. Yeah. So yeah. and then she's gonna decide she needs to go save him, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, we'll get, Rick, I I wanna, Rick needs I wanna save from... her ripping into that. So let's uh, All I'm, right. I'm gonna wait until it actually comes up in the outline.
1: Cool. Uh, but Rick here drops the bomb that he's going after Herschel for the baby. Right. Because eventually uh they're gonna need Herschel around. He's the only doctor they've got. So, if he goes, I mean, who's going to deliver the baby? Who's going to take care of the baby leading up to that?
0: Plus, this farm is his. I mean, they want, you know, I think they feel like they need him on there to make this homestead work.
1: Yeah. But, at the same time, he's going there ostensibly to help the baby, but he's leaving Carl all all by himself. Mm -hmm. Like, this seems to me to be the exact thing he was
0: doing that he was feeling so bad about earlier i guess i mean you, they went back to fucking atlanta which was overrun by zombies for goddamn merle so yeah. the fact yeah. that they would go to this little poke town where they've been in a couple of times and only seen one zombie mm-hmm. they get herschel makes complete sense to me oh yeah it definitely makes sense but it, it feels like rick hasn't quite learned the lesson but that again to i mean yet. i didn't even think of it from the angle of he's their only medic yeah so I think it's damn important that they go get him.
1: Sure, certainly. Um, so then Rick is waiting for Glenn while he kisses Maggie goodbye. Uh, kind of Rick figures out what's going on there. And he's like, in the next scene when he's he's driving with Glenn, he says, basically, everybody knows she's in love with you. Like, it's pretty obvious.
0: Um, you actually noticed this slightly before I did. What the fuck is Glenn doing riding in a vehicle with a shotgun <laughs> pointed at his head? Uh well this is this is a little bit uh further on in the episode but yeah yeah Glenn
1: he has an odd sense of gun safety. There's a hilarious
0: uh Reddit meme where someone took that scene and took it in the ms paint and said what if rick hit a bump <laughs> and it shows like you know this giant gaping hole in glenn's eye and the back of a skull yeah. blown out and blood all over the cap of the truck yeah it's pulp fiction style yeah That's yeah bad idea um but
1: yeah anyway before that happens um carol comes out of the woods and shane creepily washes her what like, the fuck I don't. I honestly don't know what either of them. Well, I know what Shane is feeling in this scene. I don't know what Carol is feeling, and she might be feeling nothing. No, she was.
0: It was weird to her. I I gathered, and yeah, it almost yeah. was like Shane was like, "Look at me. I'm not a heartless monster. I'm tenderly caring mm. for you. I care about the whole group, not just you know." But it just feels weird. He was, um, like the whiff of desperation. Like, he's desperate for yeah. someone to believe his yeah. cover story?
1: Yeah, the stuff is definitely... And you notice here, he's not talking about what just happened to Carol. He's talking about himself. Oh, yeah. So, he's far more concerned with what's going on in his own head. And well, that's a, and he's that's starting a good to get indicator. sloppy.
0: I mean, yeah. he, as much as confessed to Daryl, or I mean to Dale, what all he did with yeah. Otis. Mm-hmm. He didn't dispute it. And he's like, well, if that's the type of guy I am, then why do you think, you know um so you know he's he he needs to shore up his support or he's going to uh not be able to protect the group because the group's going to run him off
1: yeah this got
0: off about otis and about you know if they believe he tried to kill rick at one point that's not not good for him so i think he really is trying to do some damage control now that (laughs) you know he's kind of come down from this rage Mm -hmm. i don't know the way he acted with Lori and rick earlier to me it just seems well, like but, he's I mean a again this is more of a, he was still on that I mean he went he was in a rage, yeah, and he killed the zombies in a rage, and he oh, confronted yeah. Herschel in a rage, and he confronts D- Daryl and Rick, and this is a kind mm-hmm. of a moment where he's off on his own, he's washing himself off, he's cool he's metaphorically and literally cooled himself down, yeah, and then you know this other survivor comes in, and he almost pops, and I think it just triggers like a kind of a what the fuck moment for him.
1: All right, good theories. Um, so speaking of Dale uh, and Shane basically uh, telling him about Otis, he then tells Lori about what happened uh, between him and Shane. And uh, Dale Dale just drops the bombs, you know? he's He doesn't sugarcoat it this time. He's like, I think Shane killed Otis. I think he sacrificed him. Um, I don't know if Lori's the right person to tell about this because – Shane was sacrificing Otis for her son.
0: Like, yeah. how, simpa-
1: how worried is she going to be that a guy is trying to save her son?
0: And also, Dale knows about her and Shane's past. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he one of the ones that came up to Rick and said, you know... Or was that... Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm thinking that was in the comic. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but it, I, I think that maybe he... It just struck me as that he might know a little bit more about this. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, I... I don't know if coming out to Lori is the or the right or wrong person, but she clearly is like, "Look, he might be a high, head, but he's not a murderer."
1: Yeah, but and Dale then, definitely seems to think he is because he says he might kill
0: sooner or later. He's going to kill somebody else. Yeah, but he he just basically has no evidence at this point. He's leaning sure. on his folksy bullshit. You know, I know guys like him.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. how
0: many of guys like him did you know back in the day, Dale? Maybe a lot. Maybe really? a ton. Oh yeah. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, do you think that's foreshadowing? That, uh, when he says sooner or later, he's going to kill somebody else. Well, I mean, I'm on record of prediction that Shane's going to probably kill another member of the group this year, this season, this mm-hmm. season. All right. So, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sooner or later.
1: I'm interested to see how it plays out. Uh, so then Rick gives Glenn some advice on how to deal with Maggie. And this is where he's driving around with the shotgun pointed at his face. <laughs> um,
0: uh, like, Rick, I know. I know it's awkward dealing with a girl that says you lo- she loves her and you don't know what to say, but pointing a shotgun at your face is no way out, Glenn. Yeah, yeah, you Man don't need to take that. Deal. Yeah, de- yeah. Deal, with the, deal with your emotions.
1: <laughs> uh, Rick says, apparently convinces Glenn uh, that he's got plenty of time here. Um, she's not going anywhere. I don't know, I'm a little worried about that. A lot, um, of, a lot of stuff that could be foreshadowing here.
0: You know, it's interesting, too, that this is the exact opposite reaction that he got from dale when he came clean to him dale's like what were you thinking how could you do this yeah mm-hmm. blah, blah blah and uh glenn had to point out he's like look i was thinking that this is the fucking apocalypse and i just wanted to enjoy a couple moments of it and rick has yeah. m- took that viewpoint with him he's like look man which well he says you, you did what you thought was right it just so happens it wasn't no and no that's, that's kind of that's Rick's about theme. the abortion thing. I'm talking about sure sure. you know this thing with Maggie that okay. this is a good thing. Take what you know take what little pleasure you can out of this life and and enjoy it. Yeah. That's yeah. a theme that I think Glenn can relate to. And also you know Glenn's the one that rescued Brick and they've mm-hmm. always kind of had this weird affinity um I at least I thought so. Yeah. And having them in this car I kind of see this is all power play, right? So Shane's doing his stuff and riling up Dale and riling up Daryl and mm-hmm. trying to put Rick against Lori. Meanwhile, Rick is shorn up his relationships with everybody. Yeah. I mean, by the end of the episode, I think he's got Herschel back in his corner. He's mm-hmm. got Glenn solidly in his corner. Uh, Dale's obviously on his side. Uh, a lot of the—and the, the and he's, you know, if, if Daryl had to pick, he's probably going to pick the one that pisses him off the least. Yeah, So sure. Rick's playing pretty good leadership politics here. Yeah. I don't even think he even tends to. Uh,
1: yeah, I feel like he knows how to deal with people. I mean, right. he handled Herschel pretty well right uh, when they first arrived at the farm. Um, the, the, going back to um, the scene where Laurie's, uh gets some knowledge dropped by Dale, uh, I forget who it was in The Talking Dead, but they basically said— that dale here is kind of fighting shane in the only way he can shane the has the muscle shane. dale dale's trying to turn the group against him uh-huh. um trying to yeah undermine him uh via everybody else right and i think that's a good move on his part it's the only move he's got it, exactly yeah so that's pretty interesting um so then herschel's daughter's getting worse that's a quick short scene uh where Lori's like up oh, do you I think she's
0: infected
1: i mean this uh, no this She's, no, they raised that question on on the Talking Dead of whether or not the illness has gone airborne, the virus uh-huh. has gone airborne. Uh,
0: I think they all would be dead if that were the case. Well, is, is was that the daughter that got grabbed by the mother? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we sure she didn't get scratched or bitten? We're not, but I. It's just the weird watching that she's the scene. I don't dead see it with this like intense fever mm-hmm. and kind of like shaking, and that's like that's. You know if she's at the c d c Jen would be putting her under her m r i and <laughs> they can do some interesting things her, with I that think. too,
1: you know, like what if there's what if the gunfire uh for all the barn walkers draws a bunch of zombies in- uh-huh. and they've got this girl on the bed and uh-huh. while they're fending off the zombies outside Ooh. she gets somebody uh-huh. inside the house uh-huh. that could be pretty devious, yeah, but I, that's all speculation all right. <laughs> who, anyway. who has any idea um so, yeah, she's getting worse, and Lori uh, goes over to Daryl to ask her to go get oh, Rick. for
0: Christ's sake.
1: Yeah, this, to me, I bl- it blew my mind. I had the same reaction Daryl did. You, you, I cannot believe you were calling him selfish. Right. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard anyone say in the show.
0: Right. So you want me to risk my life for mm-hmm. your husband. Your bitch who went window a, shopping. And the Chinaman. Uh-huh. Uh, and for Why? Yeah, like I just risked my life and got shot through an arrow and almost ate by a walker and died mm-hmm. of an infection just to save this little girl and look at that got me. Yeah, I, I honestly, I kind of think Lori. If you had to say who's the most selfish person on the show right now, mm-hmm. I'd have to say Lori. Lori, I agree. Yeah. She's not thinking about anybody but herself. She
1: asked Glenn to get her the pregnancy or the the birth control or whatever it is, morning after pills,
0: uh-huh. um, magazines and shampoo. She's
1: she, <laughs> yeah, she's calling daryl selfish i think this is a what's going on in her head is a reflection of who she is right like what she's putting on to other people seems to be an inner reflection fair point um so daryl has no part of that and what do you think about daryl here he's he's kind of lost his only focus his focus was finding sophia now is he back to the the uh, kind of nomad that he was before.
0: Um, it just depends on what goes on. I think Carol might be his bridge to long term humanity, but I hmm. think we're going to see him kind of revert to that type for a while. Yeah, and then I don't think Carol. I just don't think Carol's going to let him. I think she's going to be relentless about. Nah, you need. You know, the group needs you. You're a good man. Uh, yeah, you're being a hard ass now, blah blah blah. But I think that she's—that's assuming Carol back.
1: can do anything herself. You know, get out of her stupor. Yeah, Carol's a
0: car—a care- a caretaker. Yeah, and I think that she's now bringing. I kind of get now what people are saying about their mother-son relationship, which I still think is gonna be creepy because I really do think they're gonna be romantically involved. Yeah, yeah. But I do see kind of like that energy in yeah. this episode and mm. so
1: there there's a connection and i mean she's already said as much right in the barn um maybe last episode maybe the episode before she she told daryl how she Where felt daryl threw the saddle at her yeah yeah <laughs> uh so daryl knows how she feels about him yeah so that'd be interesting uh so then I also
0: yeah uh daryl calling Lori olive oil <laughs> because we're all thinking it it's not just us that noticed that she's sticks and stones yeah yeah she's knees and elbows yep (laughs) um so then rick and glenn find herschel
1: at the bar uh and i thought it was really cool when they enter the bar they don't say anything herschel doesn't even turn around Mm -hmm. he doesn't care if there's a zombie back there right he's just like whatever i'm drinking myself to death here right uh that's that's a nice touch a consistency there that i liked
0: um, Although in this show, as soon as the zombies came in the bar, they 'd be all that's true you know so <laughs> that 's true um, so what do you think about herschel 's kind of reversal of
1: of uh thinking here um, he, he basically he 's come around on the zombies
0: they're they 're not humans um and there 's no hope I guess it needed to happen um especially mm-hmm. for this character, but it 's like to me. I guess you liked it, but to me, I'm getting a little tired of seeing the same kind of speech given by different characters. I get you, but
1: I feel like Herschel's the one guy who I, I wanted to see have that conversion. Like, he's, he's always been the guy who's taken everything on faith.
0: You know what of- I think would be super interesting is a guy who um, has his hope intact mm-hmm. until he breaks, but he still keeps at the public a facade, and then just, like, they come into his tent one night, and he's blowing his head off. Hmm. I think that would be an interesting thing where the group could be like oh my god you know what this guy was so optimistic and like instead of everybody being like you know Hamlet on these soliloquies about the apocalypse and how hope is dead and and I believe the miracles now miracles are dead um, I I mean I like the speech he gave here to Rick I do
1: too I liked it
0: I liked it too I just I liked it better the first time when I heard Jenner give it and then when Rick gave it and then when Lori gave it and then when (laughs) Shane gave it
1: and when Lori gave it again yeah
0: right and then when (laughs) she decided she didn't want to give it and want to you know it's like whatever
1: <laughs> gotcha i feel you uh, so then laurie takes the car and she immediately crashes it oh for uh, christ's sake this is uh, all right well i'll give her credit she wanted an abortion she got it <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to abort <laughs> by the way
0: much more effective form of abortion getting in a yeah, car wreck yeah. than then morning taking after morning pills. after pill which would not affect <laughs> anything at all um, i mean is amc trying to get the award for most misogynist network on and, in, in and because dude, why I think else they would they have her do something? So half cocked and stupid, go off alone, mm. not tell anybody just because she's pissed at Daryl and she's work and, and she's going to leave thinking, her son. And yeah. She's, she's leaving. She, she specifically told Carl she, to stay with her. Plus she doesn't, I don't think at my knowledge, I've ever seen her fire a gun. She's always skewed yeah. to training and mm-hmm. like, shouldn't Carl shouldn't be around them. Um, it's just. It seems like it's so stereotyped to have a woman struggling with a map and flip. <laughs> yeah. You know, flip a car and it I hit feel a zombie. Yeah. And, and, and if then, you look at
1: kind of AMC's lineup in Breaking Bad, we hated the the Skylar. bitchy women for a long time. Uh huh. And, and we Marie. we came around a little bit on that, but there's
0: still lots of people that haven't.
1: But look at their movie lineup too. Movie. It's actions. A- action movie oh. after
0: action movie after action movie. They clearly cater to dudes clearly uh, you think it's a dude i mean do de- definitely a male fantasy i mean they got oh, peggy that yeah. gives a little bit of cover but sure, betty sure. is a monster mm-hmm. um joan is a mess christina hendrix yeah um yeah that's so i'm Roger's wondering wife if maybe there's a, not a little of that yeah maybe i don't know if it, it doesn't i don't think it says much good things about man in general and the and, and the people writing the show yeah yeah. Uh because like you know, what's really the crazy contrast is watching Justified mm-hmm. where they've like badass, three dimensional, intelligent women characters on that show. Yeah definitely on the good side and the bad side yeah and 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 we like the women on
1: that show yes even if we don't want to see them with the main character yes but,
0: i mean i'm the first to say these dumb bitches should stop doing dumb bitch things uh, on this show but like mm-hmm. i really really like the 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 women characters on on justified Like so this yeah. certainly you can do it right you can yeah i just and think i wonder that,
1: if they're going to do that with andrea because andrea is becoming yes definitely more like even after she shot daryl that was blatantly stupid but now I feel like she's got her head on straight.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't think they needed to do that, obviously. I mean, I don't even know what the writers are thinking. <laughs> sure. Um, and it was funny because I saw this Reddit uh, thread on Reddit had a screenshot of her swinging that pickaxe at the the mother. Yeah. And said, did anybody else think that she's about to impale some one of the survivors' heads when she was swinging this thing? <laughs> 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 Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Uh, yeah, I mean, Sorry, I, I, I like I, I definitely see now where they're going with Andrea, and I'm ready to forgive and forget on that, but yeah. I just... Lori's too much to take, man. Right now she is, and yeah. I I don't know what they're doing with Carol. Well,
1: uh, uh, Carol I'm indifferent on. You I know? think it's interesting she that doesn't...
0: Jackie, the, the, the two people yeah. that basically were ready to give up and just lay down and die were the two women.
1: Well, I, I feel like they should have kept Jackie around, because she could have been a stronger woman figure, I feel. Well, like I she, thought she would, She didn't ever do anything dumb.
0: She didn't do anything dumb. She actually She was humorous used, in the episodes that we saw. Her. She used her experience. Um mm-hmm. you know, she didn't do stuff like, Oh, you got bit, well I'm gonna hide and conspire and talk about it. It's just like Jim got bit, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Smart. So yeah, I just I don't know, man. That's that's one thing that bugs me, and I know I talked to my girlfriend and it bugs her and probably a lot okay. of women. So. Well, I'm sure we're gonna get some hate mail for this too. But why? I'm like, I, yeah, women I, aren't stupid. Stop writing them like they are. <laughs> gotcha. You know? gotcha. I mean, I understand they do like, people are going to
1: misunderstand this. They always misunderstand everything we say, so you know they're going to say, "Oh, you guys are misogynists
0: with AMC. and I get it. Dale did stu- does stupid shit too, like he did oh, all the time. I, I think that was in like that was a u- in universe uh or a meta stupidity, like it's only stupid because of the way they filmed it. Hmm. you know they they meant it to be like it wasn't dale that did something dumb fucking stupid it was just that he you know so we we've turned that into this like a, he's a crappy lookout but yeah, yeah it's it's hard to think about i mean when you think about stupid stuff <laughs> the women are doing more of it on the show mm-hmm. and i don't see a reason for it uh here's my other question uh about
1: this scene what do you think rick's gonna do when he finds out that he left the group and his wife got hurt he he yeah. He tried to be oh. a leader
0: again. Uh, fuck that. What do you think Shane's going
1: to do? I'm, I'm wondering if Shane doesn't go after Lori here and mm. save her and really drive a wedge between them.
0: When he finds out that they're, oh uh, yeah, that might be, that would really hurt that relationship. You might be, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we can talk about in the spoilers for next week. Cause there's like some, you know, banana shit that might be happening.
1: Yeah. We got to move along too. This yep, is a yep, yep. long episode. Uh, so there's a showdown between brick and Herschel in the bar uh Herschel's reaction is not what I expected here um when he basically admits like look I was stupid I had hope I shouldn't have
0: um, I feel like we covered this I mean we
1: did we did but but there's something about the way he's honestly assessing himself here that I really liked um and that's where he gives a big speech to Rick so then um moving along Shana and T-Dog are piling bodies on the bonfire uh maybe for
0: some s'mores maybe some <laughs> internal combustion there I don't know <laughs> um and again i'm like why do you take the trouble to load these zombies in a house and drive a quarter mile away or load them in the truck mm-hmm. drive a quarter mile from the house and burn and then them burn them yeah just burn them right next to the house i so mean we know there's that. remote areas of this farm that's where they're supposed to supposedly do the shooting all that kind of stuff so it's like yeah. if you wanted to d- attract the zombies and other ne'er-do-wells track them away from the farm sure hell drive in the town set them up and fire in the middle of the town as yeah. a warning to all the other zombies uh <laughs> the,
1: the other thing i noticed in this scene is that t-dog's actually there <laughs> Um, and T-Dog at the beginning kicks a zombie in the face, gives a little, uh... Curb stomp. Curb stomp, yeah. When are they gonna do something with T-Dog again? What mm. has he done since, like, episode three in season one? I don't know. He hasn't done anything. He's, He's just been in the he, background. He needs his own arc. I agree, 100%. So then Rick convinces Herschel to head back, um, just in time for them to be confronted by Dave and Tony, um... go to commercial, when they come back, Dave and Tony introduce themselves, and they ask to stay at the farm. What did you think of Dave and Tony? Um, What what was your initial impression when they walked in?
0: Uh, It it didn't change much. I honestly don't know how this would have played out if they weren't, you know, kind of asshole Philly guys. Like, these are the guys that go to the stadium and whip batteries at the opposing team mm, yeah. for, during Eagles games and boo Santa Claus and <laughs> boo when people propose on the field. And, <laughs> you know, there's kind of like cross grain bastards. Right. Sure. Sure. Um, I almost wonder if they were from the South, if, if they would not have been welcomed onto the farm, but it's just the yeah. fact that, uh, nah, you know, everyone's so like, was suspicious from the, beginning everybody's just... like, well, they pulled on him. Well, but yeah, but you know, he went to go get a drink and Rick already went to his gun. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. There was like all this, um, and I think the guy pissing in the bar was needlessly provocative. But I almost well, they, wonder... Well,
1: in my opinion, the pissing in the in the bar mm-hmm. was like they do... Like, they didn't justify where you've got a guy sitting behind you. Uh-huh. Like, they were, they were strategically positioning themselves in yeah, case yeah. anything went down.
0: I think that's... But at what point in the conversation do you think... I mean, is it... Does it flow naturally that they let this group of survivors onto the farm, that they would start raping and pillaging and killing everybody? It's like, I don't... I wonder if the show – it'll be interesting because you know, what they do with this next week. But I almost wonder mm-hmm. if they're going to – if they just left it the way this is, you'd almost argue that maybe Rick acted a little rashly here. Maybe
1: so. Maybe so. Because I, I, if you notice, when he's standing there, he's got the guy behind him and uh-huh. the other dude's behind the bar. He's, like, shaking his hand, loosening it up, getting ready to draw on this uh-huh. guy. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if that's just the actor doing that or if that was meant to, say – like, Rick is very, very nervous here.
0: Well, and you know, I couldn't help but think, when they're talking about all this stuff about how it is out there, that that is a speech that Rick has given at least twice in this show's history. Absolutely. I, he I, gave it to Jenner. He uh, gave it to Herschel. I mean, what... So what if Herschel had done this to Rick? Oh, this, yeah. This is fun. I have oh, always shot your boy. Oh, uh, well, come up here and the bam, bam, bam. <laughs> I mean, well, Jesus. In what scene, was the difference? In this scene,
1: I was thinking... This guy Dave is trying to out Rick Rick, and Rick is now trying to out Herschel Herschel by uh-huh. not allowing them onto the farm. It's like yeah. this weird. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's strange. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what would have happened if Herschel did that to Rick. But
0: Rick puts down these two guys, and um, he went justified on them. Man, something has changed in Rick, right? Yeah. Someone made a really sure. badass animated GIF of that scene, and it's. Like, Rick quick draw to put it right through that dude's forehead. Oh, yeah. It was a really badass shot.
1: Yep. And then spun and took out the other guy. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm thinking Rick is turning into super badass here, who maybe is a little uh, a little more like Shane than he wants to admit now. You know? So he's, he's kind of being convinced, because that was a, a pattern throughout this episode, is Shane kind of confronting Rick about his decisions and Rick agreeing. So maybe he's seeing it his way. Um, so that's pretty much it. There's this really cool song that plays over the end here where they're burning the bodies. Uh, it's called regulator by clutch. And we played it at the beginning yep. of, uh, of this episode. And yeah, that's you, pretty much it.
0: It makes about anything more badass. Like you're going to walk to the grocery store, play that. You're going to feel like a badass. Yeah. You go out to the mailbox to check for the newspaper. Mm-hmm. You play that. You are going to feel like a badass.
1: <laughs> sure. So I, I do have a couple of questions um, real they, quick about the
0: episode. And I have a comment, too. Okay. Uh, just that they pretty much put the kibosh on Fort Benning. Do you think mm, that, yeah. you know, this talk about Nebraska and Fort Benning, was that legit? Or was that these guys trying to get it to work an angle? Or what's uh, going I on? feel like that was pretty legit. Okay. I don't so know why you, they would work that angle. You think when Shane says, brings up Fort Benning, he's going to be like, oh, yeah? Well, those assholes I shot in the barn said Fort Benning is overrun. Yeah. I mean where is this know, guy's credibility at this point uh, <laughs> i mean i yeah I, I you're right so, it's in the toilet i don't, don't want to see them go to fort Benning.
1: they won't go to fort Benning. no, no. way yeah i don't no I way don't think so, they're though. either going to stay on this farm or they're going to head to nebraska or somewhere nebraska uh, <laughs> maybe they're heading to nebraska
0: i've so, driven through nebraska uh, you wouldn't go there i During well the i mean there is, there's not very many people and a whole shitload of guns so that's true there's that going for it yep
1: uh, so, does this episode change your opinion of the Sophia storyline at all? Did they need this to no. drive
0: wedges between the group? Yeah. Did, I, I liked how they did that. I just think they... think could have done need, it? It didn't need seven episodes. Quicker, No fucking way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Three episodes. I, I agree they, with They you could have exercised three episodes at a seven-episode run yeah. and been a hell of a lot better. Definitely. And if you disagree, fine. But, I mean, I guess I just... I I don't know what they would have missed by cutting that stuff out. Yeah. So it's not like there was a whole bunch of just really awesome zombie stuff or, you know, some bombshell character moments that we wouldn't have gotten any other way. Mm -hmm. Um, as you pointed out, these, these kind of like water cooler conversations around the zombie fire about what the group's doing. I mean, that was more character development than what happened in two or three episodes.
1: (laughs) Definitely. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I think the, the Sophia storyline was valuable, but the way
1: they told it was not great. Yeah. Um, my other question is about, going back to Laurie, uh, there was a quote on Talking Dead of her saying that Laurie's kind of adrift as to what's right or wrong here. Uh, and my question then is, do you think that the show needs characters like that to kind of show uh, how difficult it is to deal with this world? And it, would it be less interesting if everyone was as decisive as Shane?
0: Uh... I don't know how viable it would be if everyone was decisive as Shane, because you'd have 10 <laughs> people just going off half-cocked in all different directions. Sure, sure. So you need... So do you think you need her character in there to, to
1: kind of muddy the waters a little bit?
0: I think Dale does a better job of that. Mm, and he's yeah. not nearly as annoying, <laughs> other than his lookout than failures, his, yeah. his obsession with radiator hoses. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, if she want to play devil's advocate, there's a better way for her to do it, and... and they need okay, so the character who's the devil advocate, as devil's advocate should not be made to look foolish. Yeah. I yeah. think that if if that's well and good for her to say that about her character, and I think that she wants to believe that, but the writers are completely undermining that character by making her do stupid things. Yeah, and because, you're right, I
1: respect Dale more in that area too. Yeah,
0: so if if she's gonna advocate for, you know, the contrary opinion, she needs to come from a you know, a reasonable Level headed, respected point of view. And not crash cars. And, you know, not talk to, not tell the best character in the series that he's selfish. Yeah. And, you know, not play Shane and Rick against each other. Quit projecting,
1: Lori. Quit projecting. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to award Zombie Kill of the Week to Andrea, killing uh, Herschel's wife with the sickle. Uh, And Idiot Survivor of the Week. I think we all know who that goes to. Lori for basically everything. Uh, Calling Daryl selfish, crashing the car uh abandoning her son
0: all of the above any one of those things could lead her to be killed. <laughs> yeah not many dumb survivors this week i don't think right uh and that's it i don't know Andrew's pretty close by just you know doing a dog pile on top of the zombies yeah yeah
1: but she didn't crash any cars nah, so true all right uh why don't we do some listener feedback we oh got my a lot God, of it. we
0: got so much of it um karen m from virginia Had some catch-up emails. I'm going to try to blow through these.
1: Yeah, I think this is who I was talking with.
0: Yeah, she's got the Shane and Lori thing. Uh, She says, regarding that, as a female, I don't think her horror was that the roughness has been said before. She's talking about the roughness of her and Shane and Lori's relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that that was a natural part of the relationship. Her horror came from knowing that she did have a relationship with her husband's best friend, even though he was presumed dead. She not yet confessed relationship to Rick and was horrified that he could walk in and see Shane attempting to get busy with her while drunk and completely misunderstand the situation. Gotcha. So you, she thinks that Lori kind of scratched Shane, not because she was opposed to it in concept, but because she was afraid Rick would stumble in on them and and what would happen. Yeah. I was,
1: I was emailing back and forth with her. Um, as a follow up, she kind of thinks that Shane, uh, that Lori still needs Shane, regardless of how she feels about Rick now. Um, hmm.
0: So there, there's that layer on top of it, you know. Hmm. Uh, she also said, Side note, I thought you guys were Hoosiers. It's not unusual for large farms <laughs> like that to have at least one 5,000 gallon tank of fuel. Can you imagine driving a combine to a local gas station to refuel? You silly men, ever been to a real farm? Uh, I no. have not been to a real farm, <laughs> honestly. I know the popular conception of Indiana is we grow corn while yeah. driving race cars around Indianapolis 500 while spinning <laughs> basketballs on our fingers. i personally not done I've any done. of those no. things, the three things. No, I do. I can't all. even spin a basketball on my finger. I'm but useless. I've never been to a farm. I'm a shitty uh, Hoosier.
1: And I didn't know that the gas tanks were about 5,000 gallons. That's pretty big.
0: That is big. Like I did, especially live...
1: when they don't have much equipment to run, because that seems like a like a cattle or some other type of farm, not a big crop. Like growing. an industrial
0: farm. big, yeah. You know, like you said, a big combine farm.
1: Yeah, yeah. They don't have a ton of crops that they need to harvest and plant, mm-hmm. so they
0: don't have huge tractors. And... Yeah, and I don't know, like if those things take diesel or gas, because the other thing about gas is it doesn't keep very well. Hmm, yeah, um, doesn't stay very. It like separates fresh, and jellies and stuff. So. Ooh. But, you know, if he's got 5,000 gallons of fuel, that's – I don't know. I haven't done the math on that. <laughs> it's a lot of fuel. That's That could keep a generator going day and night for a long time, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she says, I know you guys are thinking Carol's a wimp, but I don't want her to hook up with Daryl either. or I and, and don't want her to hook up with Daryl. However, just maybe given everything she went through with her husband and now the loss of Sophia, she may just turn out to be a badass and perfect match for Daryl. Uh, it could be. I don't think we've seen any evidence of that so far. Yeah, we'll see.
1: I don't know. She hasn't done much of anything. It's right. a problem.
0: And I'm-, I'm I don't know anything by, about her. I'm colored by a comic book too much.
1: Well, I'm colored by her relationship with Ed, I think. Oh. Because she doesn't seem like a take charge kind of person, even when her own safety and well-being is at stake. But it's weird because- and, know, and I get
0: you. I don't understand that dynamic at all. Not that, but like, people have weird moments of clarity. That's where true. they just hit a low point and be like, fuck this. I'm doing everything different. Hmm. You know, so it's like it could happen. We'll have to see. Uh, Mike M says we should keep Andrea away from all hardware, firearms, flammables <laughs> and sharp edges and TV remote. She's an accident waiting to be created. <laughs> She's going to change my channel. <laughs> <laughs> and he, in his opinion, the episode didn't really start until minute 25. He gets it. Herschel doesn't want them on the hmm. farm. They have different views. Something has to give Rick versus Herschel ad infinitum. He loved the guy heading into the town for a drink in a possible zombie infested zone and demons in the bar and roaming the streets. Mm-hmm. I don't understand Herschel having no hope. If he holds this philosophy, then why would he care who stays at his farm? Why would he be so hard on Maggie? Awesome. Final two minutes. The great reflexes by Rick and a funeral pyre signals closure and apply. Some big changes are coming. I was hooked back in by this ending. Yeah. Great ending. Yeah. Um, I think that you got to separate the Herschel's no hope speech as like that's, that's his post bottle outlook his yeah. pre-bottle outlook was hope and miracles and my wife's coming back and you got to think about or like post barn i guess you gotta think about how long it took shane to cool down too
1: Uh I mean, herschel's just been devastated here right yeah. so he's not i don't think he's fully figured out what he thinks I, when no he's, there's when there's he's no talking to maggie any,
0: any of these characters have worked through their grief cycle yet
1: yeah although i, I think herschel has the, it the, just the took him a while done yeah. it by
0: fiat but you know, we'll see. Oh, okay. Um, KB writes us, "Hey Jim and the other guy. Uh <laughs> Hello.
1: What's your name again? Aaron. Uh, I
0: don't even remember. Uh, my feelings are hurt now. <laughs> I'm gonna have to read. i mean, my throat hurts and my ears hurt. And um, your I'm ass. Reading this guy that doesn't know my name's email. <laughs> <laughs> and now my feelings are hurt. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get through it. Uh, I anticipate there will be some ongoing debate over Rick versus Shane. So first, let me take this opportunity to throw my weight firmly behind Rick. Uh, hmm. Rick for president, 2012. Yeah." Uh, not only is Shane acting like a rude bully, his unilateral action against the bar and disrespect towards Herschel suggests he's becoming too autocratic to be a leader. By alienating, rejecting, hmm. and antagonizing people's views, he is far more likely to breed mistrust than Rick. He might be right with some short-term tactical decisions, but over time, his usually non-consultive approach would jeopardize group solidarity. I but feel it you. plays really well in Republican primaries. It plays really well on TV, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm blown away. Uh, second issue relates as to why the zombie apocalypse is not that hopeless. I know that not everyone considers the group to be very comp- competent. But when you review the context, there are a lot of encouraging conditions. Number one, zombies don't appear to reproduce sexually or asexually. So their numbers will barely grow as the human population dwindles mm-hmm. 2 there'll be little to no competition for suppliers from towns and small to large urban centers. Three, there's still fish and squirrels and other game. They can, and they can still plant food Four, they can repopulate with people outside their family. Five, they're advanced weapons out there. Even if they run out of ammo, they have crazy knives and shit. Plus, what if they find a bazooka? Oh, a bazooka would be <laughs> uh, awesome. Six zombies aren't strategic or tactical and don't appear to communicate to each other. In fact, we've often seen them tragedy individually. Just
1: don't give the bazooka to Andrea. She'd blow Daryl up.
0: Oh Jesus! First thing <laughs> out the gate. Yep. Um, seven, they're still horses if they run out of fuel. And eight, they can probably find libraries that aren't a threat uh bonus CO two emissions will be in decline for what it's worth. <laughs> so maybe we'll have to worry about the global yeah. warming. Yeah. Uh A fucking men. I'm always fighting with Jim about what I consider the impossibility of a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Like I don't sure. think it would ever get off the fucking ground. Number one. Be suppressed. It would be suppressed in, in, in instantly and brutally. Uh, and number two, if it did happen I think that you would be able to survive. There'd be bigger pockets of survival and whatnot than one would think. Yeah. It would be, you know, again, you just move up north, wait for the zombies to freeze. Uh, You You make it sound so simple.
1: No, we're just packing up, moving north. uh, No problem. What if it's summer? How far north are you going to go?
0: Well, I mean, the other thing is further north you go, the less people there are. that's like you know how many zombies are gonna run across in like alaska yeah or northwest territories of canada yeah not many so but again i just i don't know it just seems like it but it i you have to just swallow the idea that a zombie apocalypse is is possible and this has happened
1: well you also have to think where are they they're just outside of atlanta right
0: I guess, yeah. So there would
1: be a lot of zombies around. Like if they were in the Northwest Territories, okay. Certainly. If that's the setting of this show, fine. Certainly. But maybe those people up in
0: the Northwest Territories in Alaska are safe. But it does seem like and I'm going to talk, I guess I'll talk about this a little bit in spoilers, but yeah, it does seem to me like a lot of this no hope is a little bit bullshit that you just have to swallow because of the setting. Gotcha. And if you don't, then you're probably going to have a lot of problems with the
1: show. Yeah, you're not going to enjoy it.
0: Uh, so uh as a final note, outside of Mad Men, AMC continues to fail to deconstruct gender t- roles and stereotypes. Nice driving, Lori. <laughs> uh, I don't give Mad Men an exception. Just because they got Peggy, who's kind of ahead of the curve, there's I'd... way too much other stuff. Well,
1: I think you have to swallow the setting there, too, right?
0: yeah that's true. Uh, that show is all about misogyny. It's, it's not like... I mean, you first think, like, oh, how cool... Uh, you know don draper is Mm -hmm. but then you realize he's a profoundly fucked up broken individual
1: yeah you see him doing some terrible things like
0: i'm not really looking up to him at all after season four yeah i almost feel bad
1: for him yeah like in
0: everybody in his life and his kids and like you know this is how the country kind of got fucked up
1: not not like in a victim sort of way and kind of like an asshole way yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't that guy's not cool (laughs) he's just
0: leaving a trail of human wreckage behind him yeah uh, uh, front runner writes in. Uh, he wants to do a little bit of bragging because he feels like he nailed. Do it. and uh, uh, hurt the Herschel's reaction. He quoted from his email that he sent us on the uh season two point recap. Hmm. A facial expression when Shane started dropping the barn walkers like flies looked to be like a man at peace, not at anger. Speaking of Herschel, I think that's why he didn't take the poll from Rick. He could not do it himself, but he looked relieved that it was done and over. If he really believed what he's been preaching, he would have at least had some sort of expression or words when his wife family came out of the barn. I think everyone will be surprised when the season starts back up at what his thoughts moving forward will be. Uh, wow. Color me surprised because
1: I didn't think episode, so, but yeah,
0: he's right on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it didn't take long at all. So I think we're going to be in real treat in upcoming episodes with several things coming out. That we've been waiting for. The blow up with Rick and Shane just after the slap was what we've all been waiting for. The fact that Daryl's getting mad as hell now. That has sunk in and he's mm-hmm. gotten shot at and stabbed at with an arrow for nothing. <laughs> yep. Uh, the f- Lori calls him selfish. I think he's going to turn a little colder in the upcoming episodes unless he blames himself for R- Lori wrecking. But let's hope not. Ooh, that's a good angle.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. If he actually blames himself for that. I'm I'm throwing that one down the drain because it ruins my Shane is saving Lori thing.
0: <laughs> the blow- <laughs> Well, it's, both things could happen. Yeah. And we do know, I believe... Man, I'll say that for spoilers. Anyway, right. um, The blow-up between Shale, uh, Shane and Dale was great. Uh, let's see. It humanized Herschel a little bit as far as taking him off that perfect man pedestal to showing that he was a drunk in the past. It was a good touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best part of the end, though, is the look on Herschel's face when Rick showed everyone that he can still be a leader. The way he pulled on those boys was like he was the fastest gun in the West. Yeah,
1: Herschel was impressed with that.
0: And I think he resizes his need for Rick, uh, his need for, Rick for protection. We'll come to terms... Mm. Uh, And we'll want him and his family and and Glenn to stay. More predictions that I like. This guy's a savant. Uh, Main points of the show, Carl's getting cold-hearted like Shane. Mm -hmm. Herschel realized Rick's worth after watching him react like the fastest gun in the West. The uh, final big thing is Rick showed to everyone that he's still a bad mofo by blasting those guys in a barn. Things he didn't get. Uh, The point behind the arm falling off the truck. Yeah, we talked Talked about about that. Uh, How is Dale so sure that uh, Shane killed Otis in detail of how it all happened? Uh, three, why bury the loved ones? Um, no,
1: uh, I, I think don't. I covered that when I was talking about Andrea. Some of these people need yeah. need that normalcy and that closure.
0: Uh, what is Shane trying to uh, – is Shane going to try to hit up on Carol now? He's rubbing on her Ugh. and cleaning like he really cared. God, no, I hope not. I didn't read that. That was – I don't think he was even thinking about what he was doing. Yeah, uh, yeah. The guy in the bar is going to fire on Rick with his buddy standing directly behind him. Nice gun safety. Yeah, I didn't actually catch that. But, yeah, that's if you're going to set up an ambush like that, don't stand direct behind the guy yeah, yeah. that's going to be pumping the other dude full of lead. Sure. Uh, he has a prediction. Kara will die soon, and Lori will lose the baby anyway after being back and forth over trying to board it. How ironic. Hmm. Uh, James L. wrote in, uh, why would she possibly drive after Rick? Oh, a Lori message. I understand that she was really worried they needed both Rick and Herschel there, but what does she think she can do that Rick can't? Yeah. To tell you the truth, I would rather have her son come after me than her. Other than <laughs> Carol, she's the most useless person in the group. I gotta say, I Agreed. think she's taking pole position. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. At least because Carol at least Carol's isn't. Carol's not wandering off and getting herself in danger. Yeah, it's just her kid is doing that. <laughs> um, Brian from Long Island says, I thought the first episode is episode great, but I thought that last time, too. Oh... Walking Dead hasn't earned Ooh. his trust. He's a little skeptical. Carl reminds me of a brick from the ABC uh reminds me of brick from ABC sitcom the middle. Yeah, I have- asked him about this. He says it's
1: he claims that it's better than Modern Family, which has won all sorts of awards and is one of the considered one of the best comedies on T V. So I told him I'd check it out when I have some time.
0: Oh, thanks for covering for my nasal maintenance there. <laughs> no problem. Uh, that's all. We kind of pulled a uh, sneak attack, a Pearl Harbor on the listeners here, uh, because tomorrow's Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and my girlf- I, I, I told my girlfriend I thought it was a bullshit holiday, and then she <laughs> hit me in the face with a frying pan. Yeah, shot you through the shoulder. So, I'm going to do it, and we had to rep- podcast a day early, uh, so we probably are going to miss a good deal of your feedback, but we will get to it next week. Definitely will be a little bit shorter of a show since we, I mean, we've, we've had a little bit of buildup to talk about.
1: Yeah. And I got to say, uh, we've been doing the justified cast, uh, now for a few weeks. We don't get nearly as much feedback on that. And I don't enjoy that podcast quite as much. So I think you guys are really contributing to my enjoyment of doing this podcast. Oh, for sure. So keep the feedback coming. I love it. Yeah. It keeps us engaged
0: throughout the week too. And it gets coming. me thinking. I, they point out things that I did not see at all. Indeed. Yeah. More listener feedback, better show. Uh, let's get to the outro. Unless you got something else you want to talk about? No nope, Spoilers? Let's do it. Uh, if you want to keep up with all the stuff that Jim are, and I are doing, and it's getting crazy. Yeah. We got Bald, we got Breaking Bad. <laughs> Too much, man. We got The Walking Dead. We got Justify. We got Mad Men coming up in a couple of weeks. We got Game of Thrones coming up a couple of weeks after that. Uh, all good stuff. At com. You can find our latest there. Uh, send us feedback at dead at com. You can keep up with us uh, and see the moment that our, uh... Uh, our podcast drop and our links and show news and whatnot at facebook.com slash bald move and follow us Twitter at bald move. Uh, the other thing you can do, uh, we always could use, uh, iTunes reviews and subscriptions. If you haven't done that already, yeah, uh, that helps us again, get more listeners, more feedback, uh, and, uh, more enjoyment. Uh, we also could use, uh, you using of our Amazon affiliate link. Uh, if you buy stuff on Amazon anyway, It's something that costs you nothing, gives us a little bit of money, and if enough people do it, we can break even on our bandwidth costs and not have to sit you know because it, it's it's and buy a expensive. palace by the ocean yeah i, I want <laughs> i want the the kevin smith podcast set up i want the bowling yeah, shirts that yeah. they're all wearing uh, and the big fancy chrome well you already look like kevin
1: smith so i do yeah, I, someone uh, told some of me. the listeners
0: want us to post pictures so we might do that <laughs> someone told was it in pax, uh, PAX, East At PAX in boston uh, i looked like a skinny kevin smith <laughs> yeah <laughs> which i guess is you know it's accurate it is accurate his wife is hot too, it's the so. beard man the beard, the beard does it yep uh but yeah it, it, what you do is you go to amazon.ballmove.com it takes you lickety split right to amazon no interstitial ads Boom. anything it's just like using amazon because it is using amazon all right quit me. your begging i've had enough of it really is that all the outro we got <laughs> they don't have they, i just want to mention no extra shipping no extra fees just all gives right. us pennies all right they'll is de- that it yes that's it. can
1: we uh can we do some music and some spoilers if you after? you want i right. got
0: i actually got the the pre- promo for next week too let's do it then uh right. next
1: week's episode is going to be titled trigger finger so that mm, should be interesting <laughs> mine too uh so as always until next time i'm jim i'm aaron see you then We're back with the uh out of the spoiler section. Let's play the thing for next week. Fun, finger. Man. On the next episode of AMC's The Walking Dead.
0: Yo, know someone in there? We're just looking for our friends. let me tell you something, they're bound to get us all killed. Right?
1: Then we have to stop that. What are you doing? Keeping an eye on you. <laughs>
0: For a longer look at the next episode. Ooh, oh. That
1: final scene. Some good stuff with the zombie
0: pressing his face through the glass. That's clearly oh. Lori in her car. Disgu- yeah, disgusting, too. Somehow she's still there at nighttime. Do you think she's pinned in the record somehow? Uh, possibly. I
1: mean, it did flip over and land on its side, yeah. on the driver's side. So yeah, it did. So she w- will have to climb out if she can. Yeah. Uh, pretty brutal wreck too.
0: Thank God for safety uh, glass because it looks like the zombies kind of struggling to get through there.
1: Yeah, and look,
0: look at Shane running down yeah, that road. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, to yeah. me says he goes after her. Yeah, well, especially since these guys. Now, how the fuck do you think this ends up happening? Because it looks like they were ready. They they played the badass song. They're going to stroll out of there, get in their car, and head back to the ranch. Somehow yeah, they I must don't... get jumped like immediately after. They do, and it shows like a scene of Glenn backing up against the
1: door, right? Uh huh um while people are trying to figure out if there's anyone inside right uh, so i think they're looking for their friends they're probably coming up oh yeah right there to yeah, look this, for their friends this is fallout
0: then. from the philly thing for sure
1: yeah i'm sure they heard the gunshots uh-huh. you know so that's
0: probably what they're what they're doing
1: uh carol's checking up on daryl she's a little worried about him
0: yeah you what's, know, him, what's that his about? ear his ear necklace has got <laughs> a little freaked out yeah we forgot about the ear necklace that's that's not good uh-huh and there's a shitload of zombies too I think the uh, gunfire at the OK Corral bar has drawn a a bunch of them walkers. Mm -hmm. Or do you think that's at the farm? Because there's been gunfire Uh, uh, and bonfires both places. I mean, come on. Man, I think it might be at the farm. I think it might be. My prediction is that... It's urine. Zombies can smell urine like sharks can smell blood in the water. Like one part per billion. Well, specifically Tony's urine. There was like a Philly cheesesteak in there or something. Oh, yeah. (laughs) high lipid content (laughs) yeah yeah.
1: (laughs) is there anything else from that trailer that you you enjoyed Uh, no but we got some
0: some fat spoilers Uh, we had a we have a
1: shitload can I do uh, one quick uh, spoiler from Arjun V who has a prediction sure Uh, he says that like in the comics Carol is going to commit suicide uh, after she makes an unsuccessful attempt at trying to seduce Daryl or maybe even Shane Uh, once she's rejected she'll realize that Sophia has gone or that with Sophia gone she has nothing to live for I think mean, it's a pretty solid prediction with the way she's acting and what we know happens in the comics, what we know um Yeah, in the comics ab- she's, about, she
0: commits death by Walker.
1: Yeah, and, and what we know about them kind of wanting to get more close to the comic books. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. I, it seems like uh, once Darabont was gone that uh, Greg Mazzara, did you say?
1: I think that's his name, yeah. And, uh, or Kirk- Glenn, Glenn Mazzara. Glenn
0: Mazzara. And Kirkman Glenn. want to – <laughs> I think you're right, it's Greg. Well, I know it's Greg Nicotero. Yeah, that's yeah. where you're getting confused. I think, I think it's
1: Glamis' era, but... Yeah.
0: Anyway, um, it looks like that they're trying to, after they've kind of rope-a-doped us, or at least the comic fans, which, again, a small number of the 10 million people watching this, they're trying to move it a little bit closer to the comic book continu- con- continuity. Yeah, yeah. Continuity, continuity. Um continuity. Another thing is, like... Uh, man, yeah, there's something going on with this mic stand. Um, there's also... Um, some, something going on with uh, Carl A lot of people notice that you know In the comic book he kind of goes A little psycho Oh okay When uh, does that happen? Um, how, how far along? It happens I think after the prison Because he m- ends up murdering a, Another little boy
1: oh okay who to yeah. be
0: fair murdered this little boy was kind of like a serial killer himself and <laughs> none of the adults could like you know what are they going to do or carl just like well, this... the
1: kids in this show have serious or in the comic have serious issues dealing with
0: this yeah situation yeah and he ends up being kind of you know very disturbed young man and i guess mm-hmm. he would be if you grew up in this world and, i
1: mean you know what happens to like glenn and maggie later on uh in the prison don't no. they end up killing themselves? No,
0: no, no, no. You're thinking of Tyrese's. Girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, right. Yeah. So you now Glenn and maggie are actually in there for the long haul. Yeah, yeah. They're cool. Still alive after like ninety some issues. <laughs> wow. So, uh, it
1: it is Glenn mazara by the way.
0: All right. Cool. Um. So did you say you had a? Was that the end of the spoiler? And yeah. I'd that was talked That Carl. was it. All right. So we got a listener whose name's going to be not mentioned and he asked us not Mm -hmm. to use any spoilers until we can confirm them
1: his name is not sure
0: and actually i've confirmed most of this stuff on reddit so i want to talk about stuff that he and he dropped he dropped Sophia being the zombie about a week and a half before i saw it anywhere on the internet in fact i thought he was passing off some kind of photoshop when i first saw it. i think this is actually glenn mazzaro who's writing in (laughs) Trying to get a little cred. <laughs> yeah, so he's got uh He's been right so far. I'm gonna tell. He's gonna talk about. Uh, I'm gonna tell you what this guy's saying about episode 12 and 13. Says so in episode 12, Shane tries to kill Rick. It takes place in the woods in the moonlight. Shane says it's not going to be easy, but Laurie and Carl they'll get over you. Shane keeps taunting Rick, saying that Lori and Carl lived without him once when he's in the hospital when they thought he's dead. He says they're going to yeah. have to learn to do it again while he takes aim at Rick's face. Chris at Rick asks, so what are you going to do? Kill me here in cold blood? Screw my wife? Take my children? My children? <laughs> uh, going to let them call you daddy? Is that what you want to do? He then demands Rick... To, uh, Shane then tells Rick to raise his gun, but Rick keeps confusing or refusing and causes Shane to make a retort about how Rick isn't supposed to be the good guy anymore, according to his own words. He finally has enough, and he hmm. tells Rick that he's pathetic and he isn't fit for Lori and he's a better father and he'll fight to keep both her and Carl alive. Then a scene that's eerily similar to the pages of the comic. Shane goes full on angry and tells Rick that he, before he came back, things were fine and his return destroyed everything. He pauses for a moment and then says that because of Rick, Lori's broken and Carl's weak and that Rick has not a clue how to fix it. Inching his gun closer to Rick and demanding that Rick raise his gun. Rick then reaches for and grabs his revolver, pulling it out from its place on his belt. But then he tries to calm things down saying that there can be a way out of this if Shane wants. So they can put this whole moment behind them. Nothing has to have happened here, Uh, all the while their guns are trained on each other's faces. Uh, He says they can lay down their weapons and head back to the farm if they want. It doesn't have to be this way. Rick tries to talk Shane out of being rash while suddenly pulling out a knife. And after a quick tango and much drama, Rick buries the knife in Shane's chest. Later on, Shane reanimates as a zombie and Carl (laughs) finds him. And then Carl ends up raising his gun and shooting the zombified uh, Shane to the ground. Awesome homage to the comic. Yes, it is. It didn't. It it took a while to get around to it, but it sounds mm-hmm. like again, this resolution is pretty much right out of the script. Wow, oh, that's seriously. Spo- that's like on the par with Sophia spoilers. Last yeah, season. it's so, basically you know giving you. Maybe we should have warned them the up front. Script. <laughs> this was fucking serious. Oh, man, they did this, the fucking this is spoilers spoiler section. section. True. So, it says also the show's uh, being set up for them entering the prison in episode 13. They start filming at the prison location in May. Michonne, or Michonne, is it Michonne? Michonne, yeah. Uh, Will be appearing at the end of the season in episode 13. Uh, There are currently no plans for Tyrese to appear. Uh,
1: End of season 2, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. Season 2, episode 13, so just in a couple weeks. Uh, Darren and Carol are going to become much more intimate in their friendship, and they'll look out for each other throughout the season. Um... Hmm. That leaves a lot of a wiggle room because it just says they're intimate. It doesn't say that they're actually yeah. going to start sucking face or anything like that. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, do you think I heard a couple of rumors that maybe there is not going to be any Tyrese? That they're just going to skip his part in the series and give it all to T Dog.
1: That's fine with me. T Dog is a character who's been with us. I'm it's, I'm okay. And,
0: and actually, when they cast, I thought that was what they were planning on doing. Mm-hmm. So they even and, have and honestly, names.
1: if and I I'm, this is becoming less and less likely if uh, uh, Booker what's what's his character's name uh, Merle comes Merle, back right. that would create more tension to have T Dog there as kind of a significant player as yeah. opposed
0: to Tyrese. Honestly, I don't think we need Tyrese as long as T Dog has a similar transformation to Andrea. Yeah, and yeah. becomes kind of like the badass, and he. He does seem to be. I mean, he's always taking it to zombies. Like, when we first see him, he's in there in that body armor, whacking him with baseball bats. Yeah. He's pickaxing him. He's curb stomping him. Um, you know, he's the one that put the well zombie out of his misery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there is that. That, that kind of that portray him as having that. Because that's what I think about Tyrese, that he's just a badass. I mean. Yeah. Out of all the group, he's probably the closest to uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terminator. type Yeah, he's dude. like a big football player. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think T Dog could be that dude. Sure, definitely. So that's all. That's enough. I think
1: that is plenty. It's we're pushing an hour and a half on this episode. So, all right. uh, thanks, guys, for listening, and we will see you next week. See you next week for Trigger Finger.